when you're when you're like young like that and you're just like getting into it, like you have this hunger, like you have this like, I don't know, like just the way you think about things, like your yeah. adaptability. You know, like well, it was when almost you get like I was set. almost too excited. Like I was yelling and fucking, you know what I mean? And I think if you guys, you guys know me now, what shows up to whatever, I sometimes get too excited and just fucking yeah. start wilding. But uh, that's honestly, it. you have a really, really, really dope stage presence. Like you're one of the, you're one of the most fun people to watch live. Yeah, I mean, I've always done it that way, right? So it's like yeah. it gets a little bit harder as you get older. That's always oh, like the way I like to do it too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like. If you're seeing me live, mm-hmm. all the songs aren't going to sound like studio quality. You just listen to the album if you want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to make it a show. Like I like to have an experience with yeah. my fans. Like yeah, you know what I, I mean? also like, I like to go buck, and you know, like I like to have them. It's the fan thing. Well, I mean, not necessarily fans or anybody watching the show, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they be a fan or not. Um, it's just like the interaction with the crowd, right? Is what you need, and also like I find myself changing up words like you know what i mean when i'm doing it like changing up styles when i'm on stage and doing it just to keep everything sort of like fresh and fun for myself as well Mm. right like you do so many shows you just want to be sort of excited to do your own material all the time like you know what i mean yeah um because it's not like you're just sitting at home just listening to your shit all the time right actually well no i do (laughs) no no, but i do that but it's only because i'm trying to figure out how to mix and mix it right and yeah. all this no, kind of no, shit. No, no, for real. But I'm not, I don't list it like sit yeah. down and like, you know, like, I'll have the crew over like with you guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. And be like, yo, check this shit, this is banging. Mm. But it's also to try to figure out like what's wrong with it. Like that's why I'm no, listening. Yeah. That, and that's the thing, right? And like I was explaining this to Megs, shout out Megs, my mm-hmm. girlfriend. Um, you know, I was like, yeah, like you hear me listen to my music, it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm fucking dope. Yeah. It's like, why doesn't this song, why does this song slap so much more than this song of mine? Well, what what fell short here? Me and Moves will like, a thing that we've always done since I started doing albums with him, which when I first started doing albums, um, is we would listen to it. We'd finish an album. He'd have like a first mix, a second mix, a third mix, a fourth mix type shit. And so we'd listen to the album on like, your tape deck like or, or like you know what I mean like a ghetto blaster in your basement and then we'd listen to it on a next person's like CD fucking player mm. at some other house party mm. and then he would listen to it into his car yeah. and we'd listen to it in the studio again so you'd, you'd have all a, the different speakers yeah and you do it a few times until you figure out what's the best way to mix it for sure it's like man we, we were talking about this with on like Wu's episode like having good your career can only go so far if you're audio quality isn't up to snuff. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> like, no matter how well, dope you are, yeah, I no mean, matter how dope you are, like, yeah. it has to be professional. The exception would maybe could be Griselda because their quality, was, they didn't really give a shit about their mixing back in the day. It's better now. Yeah. But it's like, they were sort of grimy on purpose with their... They're worth their mix. I didn't mean yeah. like, but again, that was like that was kind of part of their like. They, it was supposed to be that way. Yeah, yeah it was like it was supposed part to be that of their, lo-fi gritty. Shit. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't just like not mixed well. It was like kind of mixed in a way where it sounded yeah grimy. You know, like Derringer and the boys doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, I was thinking about this. Like, really, Griselda is such like a movement in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really think of the last time there's been a movement like that. Maybe G Unit. Yeah. 
Maybe G Unit. We weren't gonna get through this episode without me mentioning Griselda, so you know. <laughs> no, no, no. And Griselda's come up on like literally, I think every episode. But like, they're fire. Shout out Griselda, man. Like, yeah. Honestly, well, I mean, it's just because it's it's just it sounds like the way that we do music. You know what I mean? As far as like the beats and the bars and shit. So. Well, it's just real. You can hear the honesty yeah. in what they're speaking, and like, you hear the process and yeah. like the come up in it. You know what I mean? Like, especially like West Side Gun, man. Like, West Side Gun is arguably, like, compared to Conway and Benny, is probably, like, as far as rapping, the, like, least standout. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, I wouldn't say least standout, but, like, he doesn't come with those bars, and it's not about technical skill and spit with him these days. But West Side Gun is the one that put everything together. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of like the RZA. He's the general in... Like, uh, he like like he made... like and, and the moves he makes, like, the way he thinks, like... Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. He No, he's a smart man. Yeah, he's like... He's really smart. Like, on... Um, fuck, what was his last album? Pray for Paris? Well, I don't... No, no, that wasn't the last one. The, uh, the who Made the Sunshine? One? Who Made the Sunshine? Yeah, no, but before that, Pray for Paris... Like, uh, the last track he had, uh, was it Jazz Cartier? I don't know who it was. Yeah. Fucking, no, not Jazz Cartier. Something Cartier, but, like, he had, like, he was a, a tap dancer. Oh, okay. okay you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And, and he had, like, you know, having somebody tap dancing to the beat and, like, making it hip-hop was, like. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's It was, just like, cool. like, just the way he thinks sometimes, like. He had Buddy tap dancing, and that was, like, making the beat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It gives you the hi-hats or whatever you need, yeah. Yeah, and that's just, like, I don't know, the way he thinks about things, the way he curates is, like, really interesting. Yeah. It's hard coordinating people, though. It's true. It is hard coordinating people. It's part of the whole process. Mm. The thing, I think one of the things is you got to find, like, where people feel comfortable. And I mean, you try play to, to you their never, strengths. yeah, you try to, it never happens. I mean, the more people you throw into the, to the mix, the more you, you're just not going to make everybody happy, but yeah. Well, totally. And like, you know, with there being like, what, 13 members of Sippy, like that's a lot of people. Yeah. To like, you know. Well, and, I mean, and, we, but we also do it as a, as freely, like you, people can do whatever they want. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is. They want to add to it. They can, if they want to like take time off and chill. Like they can, you like, you know what I mean? Like Chevy is still a great friend of ours, and she's took a little step back from the music for a few months, yeah. and but you know what I mean? She's still, she's still squad, she's still queen. Of course, and she's also like, just because she's not focusing on her craft, doesn't mean she's not still in it. Oh no, she's definitely in it. She's doing all kinds of stuff. But in, but like, like you know it. what I mean? Like like she's like does a lot in the business side of things. Yeah yeah, she does like man and the stuff. coordinating. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like oh no, she's still working. I, it's just like it's just for people who like you know, who expect to hear like a brand new Chevy track, where he who keep like you know putting the pressure on about that. Yeah, she's just focused on some other things or whatever, and you'll you'll get to hear it soon enough. Yeah, or like you know, people talk about like a sippy album. Yeah, you know I mean it's mean? hard like, to put everybody into the same. It's just a, it's the same state of mind of all being like, listen, drop everything else you're doing. Yeah, and then we're gonna just all fucking create this album over like a few months span and 
you know, to get everybody in the same room and to schedule everything at the same time was just you, really difficult. I feel like you wouldn't even really have to, though. Just do it one track at a time, right? And Yeah, you could do it. You could, like, well, me and Darren thought about piecing it together where it's like, we thought that if everybody would do, like, if I did a verse and D did a verse or whatever, and then we're like, okay, everybody else hop on this shit or pick the people who want to do... Because, like, originally we wanted people to, like... Because we thought about doing the album, but everybody had their own projects and all that shit, mm. so we're still getting to it, right? But like originally, we were trying to like who see whose beats that they wanted when Fester put the beats up mm. and uh, Socks put the beats together. They were like, "We'll have a B file. Everybody can pick up what they want and what tracks that they like and what they want to spin on." We thought it'd be easy because mm. they would pick their tracks that they wanted to write to, mm. and then they would all come together or whatever. But it's just like everybody's always, there's always something. Like, I mean, now just the pandemic, mm. right? So the last year, I mean, everybody sort of has an excuse to yeah. now be out there wilding. The thing is like, like, sometimes you just gotta, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad. Like, you just gotta <laughs> be like, you just gotta lay this shit out, right? Mm. Like. Like my example, like would be breaking people up into teams. Yeah. Like three three person teams per track. Yep. Right? People that would work well together. Like, you know, like Aqua and Chudi have a track record of Yeah. You know I mean that would be the best way to start it and then you can roll and, and then you can roll from there. Exactly. But, but it I mean we're still gonna do this, right? But it's like but still at the same time, it's just everybody's fucking busy and got their own projects going. Yeah. I mean and everything's been so up in the air lately. You know what I mean? Like, nobody really knows what the future has in store. Like, you know, like, yeah. getting ready to drop anything is a... It's a weird time, you know? It is I mean? a weird time, but it's like, you know, you can still put the work in. Because I find this is, like, the best time for making music. And if you have a studio or any access to a studio, like, in your own house. Mm. Um, like, which I don't. I don't have my studio all the way set up yet. But it's just, like, I still write songs. Mm. Like, I'm doing... The other day I was thinking like when I put it up on Facebook that I need a uh, violinist and uh, and like an it's like a soprano opera six singer. Um, I was like, yo, I had this whole song that just came into my head, mm. and then <laughs> I don't really have like you know what I mean, like a machine or MPC or whatever. So I was like, fuck. Well, how am I gonna how am I gonna figure out how to do this? Because it's like now I'm like tr trying to get a violin you on should, this joint. You should holler at Maya Kiltron. Yeah, so people were saying that. So people gave me a bunch of names. I got a couple people that I'm going to holler at and we'll go up to movies. She's really talented. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, I know, yeah, oh, I know. I think I, I know her too, right? Like, yeah. I know a number for a while. Well, um, I got her on the Jordy LaForge track from my album. Okay. Right? I got her to sing the hook and um, there's violins on the beat. And she's like, so do you want, like, live violin on that too? Crazy. You just threw it on. And I was like, like and it was fucking fire. So. Yeah. That would be a recommendation. Yeah, so yeah, so then I was just like, to, to figure out, to remember all the parts that I did, I'd fucking go into my own messenger, and because well, I couldn't find the mic on the Samsung, I don't understand what the fuck's going on with that. But I go into my own messenger, and then I leave myself a fucking, a message of each layer of the sample, but I was like doing it <laughs> myself. So I'd be like, and then be like, so I can remember it, and then like do a violin where I'm like, what, what, what? So, it was all fucked up. so I'm like listening to it the next day. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? But I'm like, 
That's just blackout drunk. Like, no, what's no, 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 blackout drunk? It sounds the way I want it. No, it sounds no, it sounds the way it sounds better than that. The way I want it. But I'm all, it's also embarrassing. It's gonna be embarrassing when I'm like, yo, to the homegirl on the violin. I'm like, can you play it just like this? Or Calvin. I think I'm gonna get Calvin on the violin. Calvin would be good. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, um, with, with Maya, like, uh, I I sent her a demo of how I recorded the chorus. Yeah. Right? And how I had it in mind. And she heard it and she just did something totally fucking different. And it yeah, turned I mean, out to be way better. Yeah, you just need a bass. That's what I also thought too. You just need a yeah. bass of like how you want it to be and like just give him that. And then, yeah, like like Calvin, he's allowed to work with it. Um, got a couple singers in mind. One's Julia. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. We're going to get it done. Calvin's a great violinist, too. Yeah. Shout out, Calvin. I'm sorry. Calvin, what up, I was supposed to message you the other day. I forgot. I just remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. When you and Sox first met, it was battle? You guys battled? I, I, don't, necess- I don't know if it was. Yeah, I guess it was first met, actually. Um, we were doing battles. It's a place downtown, old bar. Um, what we were doing, it was a, it was an MC battle, and I remember not wanting to go in. It was a DJ Olympics, I think. I don't know if you remember those back in the day. Back, then. I was too young. Yeah, you were too young. But those were like our biggest sort of like music underground music scene festivals. It was it was like a two day thing, like or a three day thing, Thursday, Friday, Saturday usually. Um, they would have like house DJs, drum bass DJs, jungle DJs. Every, there would be like several different categories everybody compete in. Uh, there would also be like the hip hop MC battle and there'd be the hip hop DJ battle. Um, I'd always sort of like participate in the MC battle. Um, this, I remember this that year though, that particular year, I was like, I don't even wanna, I don't really feel like doing it. And my, my man drunk this monster. He was like, I'm gonna sign you up anyway and signs me up. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I go in and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go and do my thing. And I start. it was a fucking volatile year, too, because it was like crews were beefing and all this kind of shit. Uh, Johnny Hardcore <laughs> had rap. some crazy beef with us because uh, he had some beef with Noah and shit like that. And so there was like people going back and forth, talking all kinds of shit. And there was a lot of fucking tension in the, in the bar or whatever. Mm. And I love rap beef. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah me and me and socks we got to battling or whatever and it was dope and we got at each other and uh i ended up taking the victory that time or whatever but he's had plenty of victories on under his belt as well and then after that we actually because i i moved to van so i spent a few years of van and then came back and then then went to van again like six seven eight years ago and then came back hmm. And it wasn't until I came back the second time where like we knew of each other and had respect for each other, and but we were separate crews, so there was a little bit of like you know standoff, like not standoffness. Yeah, but, like, well, there was like we we had some confidence in our in yeah, ourselves. Yeah, you know, and, everybody's weary of like each other if you're not in the same crew. Like it's like a it's like a. Uh, Friendly competition? It was friendly competition. Like, we didn't, was a hating on each other or whatever, but everybody was just like, yo, I'm that shit, I'm that shit, right? Um, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want no sort of, I don't I hope there's no sort of beef after as I got older and like, you know, 35, 36, I'm like, man, let's get to working together. And he was like, 
down with it. He was, uh, you know, he was appreciative that I came and stepped to him and was like, yo, we should, you know, start building together. Because mm. uh, we, were so, we were a fan of each other's shit, right? Mm. So we might as well just put that out there and let it be known and get to work. Absolutely. You know, uh, that's one of the really cool things about battling is like how, you know, if you are cool, you can become friends with your opponents. Yeah, even well, if there was animo- like even in like some cases where there was animosity before. Yeah, like it can get squashed by like just the mutual respect. Yeah, but or I mean, the thing with exactly. the battles, you're never gonna win every single battle that you do, even if you're fucking one of the greatest of all no. time, right? Well, so it's like the thing with judged battles is like you can win and still lose. <laughs> Yeah. Like, but like everybody thinks yeah. they won, but like, you know, sometimes motherfuckers do just straight up get robbed. Like, yeah. you know, like things like, who's the crowd favorite? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, when I was like, I was saying, when I was in Scribble Jam, I thought I got robbed of that motherfucker, but it was, um, I made it to like quarterfinal, semifinal, whatever. But the guy, it was a hometown dude because it's always a Cincinnati, right? And he was from Cincinnati, and he had to pick us up from the airport. And that's what was comical. And then we started getting through St. Francis. He was battling. Um, there was just so many different dudes. Like Brother the, Ali. Brother Ali. All the Ron Sayers dudes was there. You know what I mean? Like, I was battling St. Francis. My dude Noah, he was battling Brother Ali. But it was like... Just so many different crews and different MCs are just out there all for just that hip-hop thing. Like, yeah. nobody was beefing about battling or nothing like that. You just go head-to-head, and you say some crazy shit to yeah. each other. Like, you know what I mean? But it was just dying. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, in a battle, like, I let somebody say something to me in a battle that I wouldn't let them normally say because it's like it's like boxing. You're yeah. not going to get in the boxing ring and be mad that somebody punches you in the face. No, no, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, you go into this shit knowing what's coming. Yeah, no, it's true. Right, but and, I mean, and, that's and what even, it is. Even, yeah. even I'd say things that I wouldn't normally say to somebody in a battle. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? It's just kind of the art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta be fucking rude. Well, I mean, yeah. like, if you're sounding good and you're like, you know, and you have the technical skill and you're able to use some wordplay and other things to your advantage to make you prove that, you know, you've got what it takes and that's cool. No, but if you're just out there you. just talking complete yeah, shit. That's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you just got low kind of bars or whatever. Oh, then, well, that's not me. Well, no, I'm not saying that that's you. But, but I do love that, to talk a lot of shit. You would obviously like want, might want to fight that person, like you know yeah. what I mean? Because like you ain't even coming up in here with no skill. You're just literally just talking shit, mm. like you know what I mean? So, I you, you gotta yeah. That was the third thing that like I sort of stopped battling as I got older. Was like, man, I can't deal with like the petty shit that comes yeah. with it. Like if you just coming out here, just like I heard this about this person, <laughs> I need to air this out here. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, get the fuck off with that. We all got our, we all got yeah. our secrets. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and we all have our flaws. So it's like everybody just puts that out, which was cool when you're just freestyling. But then it gets into, like, the pre-written battles well, where you, you have just, so much, so much information and so much shit. Like, it's like, okay, well. Just picture someone with a hoodie just on the computer. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> Motherfuckers will, like, like you know. all the news. They'll go yeah. through your Facebook. Yeah. And they'll message people. And, like, they'll try and find the scoop. The, like, the, the, in my opinion, though, the best battles are when two people really actually just fucking hate each other. Those I, are the best battles. Yeah. Like, Pat Stay and Hollahan. 
Yeah, those Woo! are amazing. Those are amazing. But the but thing like, is, they hated each other, bro. And like with that, that actual like, because like when somebody's just talking shit, but it's like wrestling, they don't really mean it. They're just saying it because they got it and they're battling. Yeah, it's one thing. But when somebody really doesn't fucking like you, yeah. And then, <laughs> well, you're gonna get that too. Those are like those oh, are those, those are, are good battles for yeah. us to watch. But I'm sure it's sort of no, stressful for no. him. You know See, I mean? and that's the thing. Battle rap is stressful. Yeah. Right? Because you're getting aired out in a way that's publicly available to see forever. I remember I used to, like, with, during battles, I used to have, like, a, a thing that would help me out is I would always remember, like, I would never absorb anything that anybody said to me. Right? So, like, I mean, most battle people, you can see them doing that when, they're, when it's not their turn. They're just got their head down or they're whatever, and you could say whatever to them, but you don't allow yourself to be phased. Yeah. So that when it's your turn, you can do you know mean do your work mm. and fucking wax his ass, but or her. But the thing is, is like you can't let that stuff body bother you because I remember like I'm an emotional person, or whatever. So like in a normal setting, if somebody were having an argument, I would get rattled easily, mm. and you could easily invoke emotion out of me, right? But like. In the battles, I could just never let that happen. No. Like, there's times where, like, and you, know, you almost sort of want to, like, pretend, not pretend, but you want to show that you're a little bit like, what the fuck? Just because that's entertainment value, yeah. right? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, yeah, or you just want to be like respect. That's yeah. what, you got me. That's yeah. a dope ass line, you know what yeah. I mean? A lot of times, like, when I'm trying to get, like, in my opponent's head when I'm battling, and they'll be trying to, like, go off, and I'll just start, like, doing this at them. Yeah. Or like, you know, just like little, like little things that are just like arrogant and piss you off. Yeah. Cause like, it's those things that make somebody start to fuck up. Like I find, like there's been times where I got into people's fucking heads so easily just by being like, mm. like okay, like, oh, all so right. with battling yeah, though, it's, blah, blah, blah. A, it's a written and unwritten rule that you don't put hands on somebody just cause they're fucking, fucking you up in a battle. And they yeah. got, and they, you know what I mean? And no. And they're fucking slaying you with them bars. You don't put hands on somebody just because you feel like you're losing or you're mad or whatever. And, but there's also well, you lose if you do that. There too. you lose. Yeah, you just lose automatically. And there's also written and unwritten rules that are like you don't. There's certain things you don't say. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, you don't. If you, if you like one of these white rappers or whatever, you don't be in talk up in fucking another black man's face, nigga. This nigga that nigga. You know what I mean? Of while, course. While you rapping and shit, that's like what. So there's certain things. Some people will pull out crazy shit like dead mothers or shit like that. Like, I can't fuck with that. I remember talking to Buck 65 about battling because he's never went into battles or whatever mm. way back in the day. And he would say to me, he's like, I am never going into those battles because if somebody says something about my mother, it's like a fist fight. And I'm not, and it's like, it's just, I know that I can't I just deal know with myself. It. Yeah, and I know I can't deal with it, so I'm never going to do it. You really got to have thick skin to battle, especially these days, again, where people like, They'd yeah. be doing their research and really trying to dig at yeah. you. You know what I mean? Well, now he's not saying, yeah, and then like you know what I mean. To clarify, he's not saying like you can't be just like fuck your mama, and he's no. gonna and he's gonna be like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so pissed off about that. But he means if you find some shit and you go back and you like fucking put some real real crazy shit up yeah, over yeah. my family, then yeah. it's gonna be some some hands being put on you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's. Yeah, battling something you just don't get into unless you like built for it. And like you know, I I like I stopped battling, and I'm a good battler. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got a lot of my name from fading motherfuckers in battles. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but 
Jesus, Israel, <laughs> fucking me up, man. <laughs> well, hurry up, let's go, man. Guys, I lost. My oh, oh yeah. But I don't like I don't like fucking battling much anymore. Yeah. Because like I would much rather make music that people can enjoy and like relate to and bump. Yeah. Than like ha- write three three minute verses that I spit at this one motherfucker, and then I can't use again. Yeah, for sure. Right. And and like the whole point of it is just to clown this other person whereas I'd, I'd rather make music to like express myself yeah. you know what i mean so like and like i, I, love, I, said, I, like I said before there's, there's people that are so fucking dope at it like like i said like past days one of our people from the maritimes or whatever representing real crazy um but i mean he's for he'd be considered king at that motherfucking shit right so yeah. Uh, there is an art in that that I think he's sort of like you know, the way that he could just go on and sort of is like unfazed. I mean, mm. there's tons and tons well, of bars that he even has free written. Like even no matter what it is, it's, he's still in his head mm. and he's still kicking it off and tactically and fucking murdering it. Like the thing is, you know, all rappers are different, and this is in my most humblest opinion. Is like Pat Stay is a phenomenal battle rapper. Yeah. But as far as like a songwriter, not so much. Yeah, I mean, it's it just depends and on that's what. Not, that's not like really trying to knock Pat's day, Pat. If you I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's actually true though. I think, yeah, I think he's he's he can be he's probably a good songwriter, right? Like I don't know, I don't. He know. he he is, but he's not like as po- like you hear his battles and like that's really his shit. And like yeah. he's a good songwriter, but it's like his energy like. Yeah, it's different on stage. Yeah, 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 for sure. And like you know, I guess everybody has. But I mean, that's that. I mean, that's his bread and butter. That's what he's polished up and got dope at. Um, but he's he wasn't a dude who's putting out many albums and doing many songs or whatever. So it's like. You know. But you know, I guess his showmanship. Yeah. Like battle rap is really a performance art. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And he has really good stage presence. Oh yeah, and I showmanship, mean, and they're like second to none, really. Yeah, there's it's crazy. So. Shouts out to Pat's Day. Shout out to Pat's Day. And again, I wasn't trying to knock you because I just, that's how I feel. And I'll always be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, say what you feel. Hey, man, phenomenal battle rapper. Eh, rapper. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I, I don't even know. I don't know about all that. Yeah. Like, now you're being disrespectful over there. Yeah. But, like, um, I just, I just don't, don't think he makes as much music and focuses on that part of the music as much as, um, obviously, people would like and that know. and i guess that's the thing right it's like what do you put your energy into mm-hmm. like you know battle rap is his bread and butter yeah so of course that's what he puts his time and energy into crafting yeah you know and he would probably just makes right songs when he feels like it yeah when he gets the whim i know he's doing his thing you know what i mean you yeah, and like, you again, keep I'm not moving. Knocking, you ain't got to talk about past day all over your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can interview past day when he comes through. I don't think he'll want to after this. <laughs> you don't want to win It's all good. Dude, he's good about that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, he'll no, come and like, you know, I am, I'm like, I'm not trying to say that out of, out of a place of like disrespect or like, because I do have a lot of respect for him and what he's done for building the scene. Yeah, no, no, I know you were. I know you were. I guess the point I was trying to make is like, <laughs> you know, there's very few b- rappers that do both very well, like exceptionally well. Yeah. You know, somebody like a Lloyd Banks. Yeah. You know, great battle rapper. 
Great rapper. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know. Yeah, I like to be able to do both or whatever. I can do both, but I don't. It's like the other thing, too, is like I don't. I haven't polished up my battle rapping in years, right? So it's no. like, I, I'd have to go back and, but I mean, I've done it enough that I'd be fine. Well, no, it's like, you know, it's something that once you know how to do it, like, you know th how it operates, right? Yeah. So after that, it's just constructing it or getting the rust off or whatever. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Like, I, like, I don't like to battle anymore because I just, it's a drain on my energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, like, I just, when I get ready to battle, like, I, I get in full-on fight mode. Yeah. Like, I get, like, all my fucking adrenaline pumping and shit. It's just <laughs> bad for my blood pressure. You used to get off this battle shit, you know what I'm saying? We need to move on from the battle shit. Okay, all right. <laughs> Why don't you run the motherfucking I'm trying to direct over then. this motherfucker, you heard me? I, I know. Israel's <laughs> over here spinning his finger like, shut the fuck up. Get it going. All right. We're going to touch on one more thing, and then we're going to have to shut it down. That's cool. What time is it? I don't know. I, I don't got care. lost Go in ahead. the sauce. 110. 110. Right, I got a couple minutes. 110. 110, bye. What you doing? <laughs> Creeping and pissing. Yeah. Um, let's, talk about, let's, talk about, <laughs> let's talk about your culinary okay. career. Okay. You know? So, getting in the kitchen, getting in the kitchen started as a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You needed to fund your music. Yeah, I mean, it started off with dishwashing. Yeah. So, like, as, like, you know what I mean, early 20s or whatever, I'd be like, ah, fuck, I gotta do a job while I'm doing this rap shit, because, you know what I mean, you gotta pay the rent while you're doing it. And, uh, so I do the rap, and I do, like, if it be a month or two where like the money wasn't coming in crazy or I just needed money. I do like um, like telemarketing jobs or dishwasher jobs. That's how I first started. Yeah. And then dishwashing, sort of doing dishwashing in restaurants, that's where I was like, oh, I can do the cook thing. Right? I started doing prep and I did it well. And then I, you know what I mean? But the first few restaurants that I worked at, I was fucking a terrible employee because I just like sometimes I show up. And then, like... You're like me at Lion and Bright. <laughs> well, I well, I can say, like, you know what I mean? Because I didn't give a fuck about, like, those jobs at the time. Um, <laughs> I feel you. Because I was all about my music, right? Um, and I just... And I was doing well. Sort of... It was still lo-fi, getting underground type of paper or whatever. But I was... Uh, you know what I mean? You had your circuit. I had my circuit. I had my name out there. And um, it was just what I wanted to do. And I was, you know, good at it. Um, so yeah, all those jobs were just for just fucking getting a paycheck. And then it wasn't until when I got back out Vancouver for the second time, um, where I started taking it really serious in like 2007, 2008, 2009, um, 2010, one working for my dude, Mark Brand, who's a restaurateur in Vancouver from here. Uh, he has like award-winning restaurants and stuff. And he was showing me a way of doing things where it was like the pro pro level. Yeah. When it comes to cooking, when it comes to like managing, when it comes to sourcing and stuff like that. Um, so we were working out there with like the best chefs you could ever fucking work with, right? And and then there was a guy, Jeremy Bastien, who he was a uh, chef over there at Benita. Uh, he made a menu that I was like, oh fuck, this is the kind of crazy shit that I never really did before. It was a fusion, Asian fusion menu. 
And that's where I started learning how to do like more technical and uh, sort of French cooking as well as the Asian stuff. And then I'm like the French stuff I would learn on my own or I would research on my own. And then just started getting good at it and like having my first chef job and then just continued from there. Just doing, always working, right? Doing different jobs. I think working at different restaurants, like I worked at a Spanish restaurant in Van. I worked at um, like an Asian fusion in Van. I worked at uh, like a, one of the busiest diners you could ever work at. And if you know anything about working at a busy diner, mm-hmm. that experience alone is just like oh, yeah. crazy. Like, you know like I mean? the Ardmore, like during yeah, the breakfast like, rush would be fucking Yeah, bonkers. it's just about being busy and sort of managing your time and being efficient while you're so fucking busy. It's crazy. Even if you're making basic food, you're making such high volumes. Yeah, and you needed like, it's just taught me how to like remain focused and be on yeah. point and manage my time well. In, in what ways do you think the kitchen work helped you with your music career besides just having money to fund it. Like, like, you know, like little things like needing your mise en place. Like, yeah. does that translate to like when you're making an album? Like I need my mise en place. Like I need, you know, I need my beats here and I need my ideas for my features. Yeah. Here. I mean, you always, like, yeah. So it's always, you have to have a plan and, um, you have to, yeah, it's preparation, right? Mm. So like there's preparation when it comes to cooking, preparation when it comes to like getting a song recorded and getting a song finished and then getting a song mixed and getting a song mastered and getting, you know what I mean, and then putting it out. Yeah, the preparation thing is the same. For me, it's too, I, I like to keep my rap and my cooking, separate. cooking things separate, although I just thought of a great idea that I'm gonna do for a video, I think, that's gonna be me cooking while I'm rapping in a video. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought about that like a few days. Well, actually, last year I was going to do like a song where I literally, the verses were just about the actual cooking, the dish, right? So like there'd be like two, three verses of the one dish and then I would do it. And so the to cooking, the video would be the like the demonstrative video, like you were doing a cooking show. Mm-hmm. But I would be like, and the bars are already about that. And then the video would just line up with the bars, like I'm doing a cooking show. You should but I'm going to do something show. different. But I am going to do something like that. When I'm no, but you should different. do a cooking show. Yeah, well. Like, even just, like, a YouTube, like, <clears throat> series. You can, like, whenever you want. Like, you know, if you got a recipe, like, it would be a good way to promote. Yeah, I'm thinking, know. yeah, I'm just thinking about a plan of how to, like, execute that, right? Mm. Maybe talk to this gentleman over here. Yeah, it'll be hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting getting fried with the chi-chi. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so we, there'd be some drinking involved. You know, drinking, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, once I realized that I got really good at doing like the cooking thing and the chef thing, I was like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna do this. Like you know what I mean? Because I don't know how long I'm gonna be doing this music thing, or I'll be able to like make a dollar or pinch a dollar out of this music thing. So like I'm like I'm fucking really good at this, so I'm just gonna mm-hmm. continue working at it. Now there's always the ups and downs because it's the restaurant business, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, like this last year has been fucking horrible for. The restaurant business <laughs> for everything. And a yeah. bunch of my friends who like have their, their money and their blood, sweat, and tears into it. But you know, like I like I've always been saying throughout the pandemic or whatever. Like I try to get my keep my hustle going. Uh, I've been lucky enough. The local has had me in there uh, almost whenever I wanted to up until now because they had to shut down a little bit, but they're back open now. Just to do like pop ups, whether it be bi weekly or once a month. Mm. Um, Working on my menu and stuff there and just getting people, getting my food known. So big respect to the local. 
and Shelly and Oscar and them for holding me down. Facts. But uh, but yeah, and then it's just like so. Then now me and Tina, my girlfriend Tina, we are we were trying to get a little food business up and running or whatever it's called Food Gremlin. Um, so she does sort of like the cheesecakes and stuff. I mean, we do, and then I just do like the pop ups and all the food menu food yeah. stuff. Whatever. And so like, she helps bro, like the pop ups, good food. The the chicken hoisin bomb me. Oh yeah, yeah. That was fucking fire. We always got always got one or two fire things coming through. Like people was on the fried chicken too. That shit was crazy that night of the show. It must be nice having like, you know, you need different creative outlets. Like sometimes like sometimes rapping feels overwhelming. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to just like whip up a recipe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. Write down a recipe, and it's like, like yeah, I mean, like, sometimes I like to cook more for my peoples at home. Like, I got my man Gordo coming. I ain't even seen him in, like, three years. I should really have a spread out for him, but I'm just, like, I just, just didn't feel like it. You know what I mean? Like, if you cook enough and you do enough things, oh, like, yeah. you know, over our holidays, we were doing, like, two, three, four fucking cheesecakes a day and, like, delivering them. And then we were just like, okay, we're going to give ourselves a yeah. little break, right? Well, it's like, yeah, when I, whenever I worked in the kitchen, like, I'd get off work. I never want to cook for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? The I mean, I that. still do it a couple times a day for us or whatever, because it's just I'd rather eat better than, you know, yeah. always been eating out and shit. But. Yeah, no. For sure, for real. <laughs> You're more mature than I Well, am. I got to be. <laughs> being the panels is coming <laughs> on, baby. You know? so, I feel you. I, I ain't mad about being a little husky, but right. like. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a little husky, but I feel like a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Chico, man, it's honestly been a pleasure having you here. Word. Thank you for always being down and for imparting your wisdom and your experience. You All know, love. As like somebody that's like, you know, considers you a good friend, but also like a teacher, you know, I appreciate you and like seeing what you've been up to lately is fucking dope. And like your work ethic and like Project after project. Gotta keep it moving, baby. And dope project, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have um, my Grammy Sips album about to drop on uh, Black Buffalo Records. That comes out April, May. Um, you got that King Los feature? We got the King Los feature on that joint. Yeah, yeah. King Los. And uh, oh, we got some goodies on that. We also Jamila. Jamila's uh, fire. Me nice. and Moves are putting out a record, uh, dance hall hip hop record. Nice. Coming in the summer. And we also have me and Joe Ryan are going to do like a little 12 inch coming out later this year. So that's dope. Yeah. So that's dope, man. I'm going to keep it moving. Man. Keeping it working. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you. Word up. Respect. Yo, respect. Pleasure. Thank yeah, you for man. coming out, bro. Like, yeah. Thank you know, you. sorry we talked about battle rap too long. Uh, you know, I, I knew once he got, got to the battle rap, he'd be talking too crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know me, I'm reckless. You know, yeah. I'm arrogant. Like, we talked about battling drunk once, and I was like, ah, guys, you, you know, you're my OG. I'm like, I fade you. Like, Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> I was like, oh, you trying to lose yeah, your yeah, money tonight. <laughs> you trying to lose your money tonight? <laughs> That's just I how it be, won. though. That's right. This is the Get Down Podcast. We had to Chi Chi. I'm Paulo 13. I'm Frantic. Da Chi Chi. And let y'all me, are welcome. Let me put on my Conway <laughs> mask. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>